I'm David Rocker, the host of the Difference Makers podcast. I want to sincerely thank everyone who has been faithfully listening to the podcast. Now, you know, for the past couple of weeks, I have been featuring people from my community who I have deemed difference makers. Now, I need your help. I'm now taking on the city of Atlanta. If you know anyone around the city of Atlanta who you believe is truly a difference maker who's spreading positive vibes, I'd love to have them as a guest right here on the show. You can contact me via email at dmakers.dr at gmail.com or on social media. Facebook page, Difference Makers with David Rocker or on IG at dmakers.dr. I'm looking forward to hearing from you soon. Hello and welcome to Difference Makers. I'm your host, David Rocker, and we are so excited about another podcast episode. Today, I am joined by a man I have greatly admired, and he also played a pivotal role in where I would go to college. A star athlete in football and track, he has a phenomenal story to tell. Today, I will be talking with Danny Robinson right here on Difference Makers. Thanks for joining me today on the show, Dan. How you been doing, brother? I've been doing good, Dan. Let me tell you something. I'm so glad to have you on the show. It's not a lot of people I admire. Now, I could just go down the list. I could tell you right now. I started off with, with, with Momo, just being able to, in high school, just being able to come and watch him play. Yep. And the next guy after that is Danny Robinson. I'm telling you right now. I'm <laughs> telling you, just being able to see you, see you run that ball and do your thing. I've always admired you from the distance. Always had a serious work ethic. Of lifting weights, man. So I'm so glad to have you on the show. And also, my last one is Randy White. That's why I wore 54 in high school. Randy White of the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> anyway, it's not yeah. about me today. It's about you. What's been going on with you lately? Not much. Not much. Well, I'm glad to be here. I'm glad you uh, asked me to come on. All right, man. All right. Dan, as I always start off, a lot of people probably don't know your background. I'm familiar with it, but for us, the listeners, let's start out with your background. Where you grew up? Are you a Grady baby? Did you grow up in Atlanta? Parents, yep. siblings, all that stuff. Yep, I, I am a Grady baby. Okay. I did grow up in Atlanta. I uh, started out on the west side of Atlanta. Mm. Uh, ended up uh, right around the Douglas Harper area, high school area. Okay. And uh, my mom moved to Jonesboro, I think uh, it was 1996. Okay. We moved over. In not 96. Had not to be. 96. <laughs> <laughs> no, not 96. <laughs> That's it. How about it's a 76? Bit yeah, yeah. 76. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bicentennial. Yeah. But I moved over to uh, uh, Jonesboro Road. Then moved to Jonesboro North Apartments. Okay. And uh, that's where I spent most of my time at uh, growing up mm. until I went off to college. Right. Okay. How was it growing up there in Jonesboro South? I mean, was it a rough neighborhood, tough neighborhood, competitive neighborhood with athletes? Well, I got it correct. Jonesboro North. Jonesboro North. North. Okay. There's a little difference. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> South was cool, but Jonesboro North. Okay. Uh, Jonesboro North was a community. Uh, we're, we're like family. Okay. Uh, and so we uh, uh, got along pretty good. 
and stuff. Didn't have too much negative stuff going on. Uh, okay. I think uh, we, we grew up, we, you know, we... Pretty close, pretty yeah, knit. pretty good. Close knit. Yeah. The sports. Mm-hmm. Where does the sports come in, come into play? I mean, did you have sports of playing football, doing track? What was the aspiration as far as a young kid growing up well, in sports? Well, going all the way back when I was really young, uh, I'm probably thinking six, five, six years old, I, I had older brothers. Okay. And, uh, my brothers, and, well, let me start off, it, it was six of us. Okay. Uh, my mom raised six kids by herself. Wow. And stuff. Uh, it takes my head, take my head off to my mom. Absolutely. She, uh, she, a lot of sacrifices. Oh, man. Yeah. And she did a good job. Oh, man. Where did you fall in the six? Where, where you? Well, I was, uh, I had two older brothers okay. and one older sister. Gotcha. Yeah, so I guess okay. I'm in the middle. Middle, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. In, in the middle. So I, I, uh, I always played with my older brothers and their friends mm-hmm. and stuff, and I uh, found out at an early age that I could run. Okay. And, and I would run with my brothers and their friends, and I could beat most of the, you know, the people mm-hmm. in the neighborhood. Now, the speed running your family, Dan, I mean, you're exceptionally fast. Was it was your brothers and sisters fast, or was it just you no, messed with the talent? it, it actually... Um, it started out with my mom and my really? dad. Really? My mom and my dad. We okay. And stuff. Uh, my mom, she ran track. Uh, mm. She was she's from Greensboro, Georgia. Okay. And my dad, he's from LaGrange, Georgia. Okay. And uh, they both ran track. My dad was a boxer. Really? Well, yeah, okay. Did a lot of boxing. Wow. Uh, but just uh, running with them and all my sister could run fast. Mm-hmm. And my brothers were fast. In the jeans. Yeah. In the <laughs> I, jeans. I guess it was. Yeah. My older brother, Kelvin, uh, Kelvin was a big guy. Okay. Uh, Kelvin, uh, six four, six four and a half. Mm-hmm. But he was fast. And wow. He played defensive tackle. Really? He was really fast. Okay. Yeah. Man. So I guess it was in, in the family. In, in the jeans. Yeah. Right. So now, growing up in that area, I would assume, did you go to Tullwater Elementary School? I did. That area? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, were you involved in sports there? Yes. I, I started actually playing football at Tullwater. Okay. Uh, fifth grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, started playing on the, uh, the elementary football team. Mm-hmm. First year, uh, I played running back. And I ran, and I was, uh, uh, I guess what you call a good running back, where mm-hmm. uh, the other t- uh, team teams, they couldn't stop me from mm-hmm. running. So you're trying to be modest about it. <laughs> Just say you was really fast. It was hard for them to tackle you or catch up with you. Yeah, so yeah. So they probably had to make some modifications or so, something. Yeah, it, it was. I, I had to be modest. I, I, my mom don't like me. I, yeah, I can't, you yeah. know. I I was I was, I guess I was better than most. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they I my first year I played running back okay. and ran touchdowns up and down the field. Mm-hmm. Second year they wouldn't let me run the football anymore because they couldn't stop me. So I had to play quarterback. So they changed the rule. Yeah, I, I love the story. So it's like it's called the Dan rule in my mind. It's like the Dan <laughs> rule that you no longer can be a running back. Uh-huh. They're gonna put you at quarterback because you're running too many touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. Wow, so this is funny. I could only run. Behind the line of scrimmage, throw passes and hand the ball. But you couldn't run. Couldn't run full. <laughs> yeah, I that thought is, it was wrong too. That is funny. Yeah, but man, well, the adjustments. Yeah. Now, did that affect you? I mean, being young like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, did you just understand, man? This is what they're doing because I am that good, or was it just one of those things like, man, why it's unfair? I, I've always been very humble. I didn't look at it like I was that good. Okay. It's just you know I knew it was a gift there. I, mm. I knew it was something there. Because I could always do things a little bit more. Or better. Yeah. But wow. uh, 
I I just took it and I did whatever I had to do to win. Wow. I, I like to win. Like to win. Yeah, love to just win. Just that competitive yeah. nature. Yeah, very competitive. Now, one of the things I think I found out, so surprised with some of the things we, we've talked about before, you know, I, I'm just known so much, and we'll talk about it as we get down the road a little bit more about your your football accolades, but your passion really, you're, you're really a track runner at heart. Love track. <laughs> and it just kind of taking you all across the country doing it. Yep, uh, I started out running track early, mm-hmm. uh, at 10 years old, and I ran all over the United States running track. And I really enjoy track. The track was the uh, individual sport. Right. I run 100, well, I started out young, running 50, uh, 50 yard dash. Now, when you're saying young, how old are you when you started out on 10. track? Okay, 10, yeah, okay. 10. 50 yard dash, 100 yard dash, 200, and uh, I always ran ankle leg on a four by one relay. So now I gotta ask this question. Now here you are. Now I can't remember. Did you say it's Jonesboro South or Jonesboro North? Jonesboro North. Okay, you're in Jonesboro <laughs> North. Uh huh. How, how is it that you're being able to? I mean, I'm just keeping it 100. We're all from that same area. It's not like you got this this uh, extra income that you can do this track stuff all over the country. Mm-hmm. How are you able to make this stuff happen? Well, fortunately, I. I went to Pittman Park, uh, and I can't, you know, I can't even remember how I got to Pittman. I went to Pittman, and mm-hmm. I started uh, playing, was well, swimming over there, going to the swimming pool. And then I met uh, Landy. Okay. Uh, Landy was like a father to me. Mm. Uh, Gaynell and, and Landy. Uh, okay. They were a husband and wife, and they took me and they uh, put me on the baseball team. I played baseball okay. in Pittman. Uh, pretty good. Wow. Baseball, baseball, I played every position. They just took a liking to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they're getting you involved in all these other sports. Yep. Man. It started out there, baseball, track, and I ran the track with them. And we had a, uh, they had a track club called the Cougars. Mm. And we ran uh, all around. We traveled everywhere, running track. And that's the way it started out. Man, you know, it's amazing when you hear stories, just like you're saying, of a couple taking the kid in and still working with I'm not saying that people don't do it today, but it's that rarity now. Yeah. You know, kind of everyone is all about their own child and making it happen, but really being able to to take a kid and develop them. Yeah. I mean, that's one of those things. I could just tell that, obviously, you have a serious love oh, for them. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, Landy uh, is no longer here. Mm. But uh, that, uh, that was my world, you know. Uh, he, he's like Profound effect on your life. Yeah, very. Wow. Was like a father, father's him, who I consider him my father. Wow, and Gaynell is like my second mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she lives in Savannah. Now. Okay, and, uh, you so know, you're still in contact. Yeah, with Yeah, we we talk at least once uh, a week or so. Man, and, and we that's amazing. Every week and stuff. That is yeah. amazing. So at this time, you're still young. You're running track, mm-hmm. and you also now you're playing football mm-hmm. a little bit um, at. At Tollwater High School. Tollwater Elementary. Yeah. Okay, Tollwater, that's right. Tollwater <laughs> Elementary. Yeah. Okay. But listen, the part where I know you from uh-huh. is when you arrived, or the first time I actually saw you was at Fulton High School. Okay. We're going to take a break. Uh-huh. And when we come back, we're going to talk about your time okay. at Fulton High School. Okay. We'll be right back, right here on Difference Makers. You're listening to the Difference Makers podcast with David Rocker, featuring positive people and spreading positive vibes. Keep making a difference and stay positive, my friend. (music) 
Welcome back to Difference Makers. I'm your host, David Rocker, sitting here with Danny Robinson, who just finishes, finished telling us about his childhood story. Now we're at the point, Dan, where I first see you, you're at Fulton High School. How was that transition? I mean, obviously, was that just a high school you wanted to go to, or just kind of, that was the one that your neighborhood fed into? Well, it, the neighborhood fed into okay. uh, Jonesboro North, right down the street from right. Fulton. So I uh, actually running, it started out, uh, when I first noticed, well, had any, uh, uh, was told about Fulton. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was at uh, Towards Elementary, mm-hmm. and I heard about Coach Neeson. Yeah, <laughs> Alvin Neeson. Yeah, Alvin Neeson. Yeah. Coach Neeson uh, came down to Towards, mm-hmm. and he heard about me running. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, I-, I want you to come up, boy, come up here and run, <laughs> run, run on the track with us. And I, I was like, what? You know, I yeah. said, I'm in elementary school. Yeah. And he wanted me to come up and run against the guys in high school. Yeah. So uh, it didn't happen right then, but later it did. Okay. And uh, I ended up, Coach Neeson picked me up. Yeah. And I spoke to my mom, and she allowed me to go up to the school. Okay. And I went up to the school, uh, and I ran against Momo. Okay. Douglas Smith. Yeah. And, He's the legend. <laughs> but yeah, you got Momo and, out there. And, yeah. and some of the other guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I raced, uh, raced it. Okay. And granted, at this time, I have never lost a race in my life. Really? I mean, I never, never lost a race. Okay. So I had on, I think I had on some cutoff jeans and some kind of desert boots. Okay. So we're running on the track, and you know I'm nervous. But you're not properly dressed. No. Uh, <laughs> and I'm nervous. Okay. Because I'm running against older guys. Okay. And, stuff and, mm-hmm. and I'm in a different place with right. you know older people. Right. So. Uh, I think Mo and somebody else, they beat me mm-hmm. in the race. And Coach Neeson said, well, uh, we're going to, you know, give him some shoes and some, you know, some shorts. Right. And they gave me some shoes and shorts. We ran again, mm-hmm. and I beat everybody. Yeah. So I guess it started from there. Now, listen, when, when you lost that race, that being the first one. Yeah. I'm, what was that feeling? Were you, were you like, I cannot believe I lost this? Or were you like, oh, these are older guys I expected? No, I, I was I was hurt. Oh, okay. Because I, I ran against older people before mm. in the neighborhood. Okay. But uh, I never lost. Mm. And, said, and then at this point, uh, you know, I was hurt. Yeah. And uh, and then I'm, I'm competitive. So, so now you're ready to go again. Yeah. And so once I saw those shoes, I, you know, yeah. I was like, you know, let, me, <laughs> let me wear these shoes. So, put me uh, in the right stuff and let's go again. Coach Deason put me in some shoes and shorts and uh, and, it, and and the rest is history. Yeah. you go ahead and, oh, and, oh, yeah. and and you smoke them, right? Yeah, you smoke, <laughs> you smoke. Yeah, them. that happened. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, when I think about your time back at Fulton and one of my greatest memories, one of my greatest memories, and it was um, I, obviously I think it was already your senior year. I mean, you got all these accolades and you take this picture at Lakewood Stadium. I think you're in a tuxedo, turf shoes, yeah. leaning on the goalpost. And this is kind of one of the things when I, even when people would probably ask what inspires this show, I always say brief moments can have tremendous influence. Mm-hmm. And seeing that picture, which is one of those things when you're looking at a guy saying, hey, I've seen this guy play and to see him now on the cover of this, of this magazine, this paper, whatever, just draw you in and say, man, I, I want to do that. I want to be, as they say, the man. I want to be able to, uh, to do What were some of your greatest memories well, during uh, your time at Fulton? You spoke of that uh, tuxedo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that yeah. picture. Yeah. I, I've had so many people come up to me and remember that picture. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I try to be humble. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes we feel ourselves a little bit. But I, I appreciate 
compliments. Mm-hmm. I appreciate when people, yeah. you know, notice things like right. that and stuff. But uh, uh, that, that was good times. I, I enjoyed it and stuff. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed what I, after leaving high school, mm-hmm. so many people coming up to me that I don't know yeah. and stuff. And they talk about things that I did in right. high school and the things they remember and stuff. It's overwhelming. I, yeah. I, I, I like, you know, I, I like to... Yeah, I like that they, they right. you know, made Yeah, you you you've made, it made a difference them feel good. Absolutely. Yeah. One of your greatest games. What can you say it was a game that Great, man, uh, I would say, say uh, it was my senior year, uh, fourth game of the season. Okay. Fulton undefeated, four mm-hmm. 0 Archer, our Arch Rival, four mm-hmm. 0 We played in Lakewood State. Uh, I think it was a Saturday, because it was the day game. It okay. had to be a Saturday, maybe a five o'clock game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We uh, it's a tough game. Oh, anytime we play Archer, really tough. Game. Yeah, we had to play. Yeah. And they coming at you. Right. They hit hard. Okay. <laughs> oh, they're, they're coming to play, <laughs> and, and we hit hard. Yeah. So, so we're out there. Uh, this game, I've had. I end up with twenty-one carries, over five hundred yards rushing. Wait a minute. Dang, you saying mm-hmm. you carried the ball twenty-one times and you ran five hundred yards? Yep. In one game. One game. Yeah, now that's a phenomenal game. Right there. <laughs> five, <laughs> five touchdowns. Wow. <laughs> yep. That is something. And I remember one uh, particular play. We ran a counter trap, and we were uh, just going to the south end zone. Uh, we ran a counter trap. A counter trap day. You know the mm-hmm. counter trap. Oh yeah. Most people mm-hmm. probably don't know it. Yeah. Well, you step to the right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you come back to the left. Right. And the counter. Mm-hmm. And I came back to left and. Our side, Fulton sideline was on the right side. Mm-hmm. When I came back to the left, I had to run towards Fulton sideline. Okay. But I was running sideways because the defenders were reaching at me. Okay. Trying to grab my jersey. Right. So I scored a 74-yard touchdown on that play. Okay. But I was running sideways like high step. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> so you're not just, you didn't scrap your shoulders and go blaze No, no. One uh, north-south, it was sideways, <laughs> high step. So, Coach Hunter was on the sideline. Yeah. You know Coach Hunter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So, it appeared to Coach Hunter that I was showboat. Wow. And I got to the sideline. Coach Hunter grabbed me in my chest. Yeah. And punched me so hard. And <laughs> after a 74-yard yeah, touchdown. Yeah, 74-yard. It didn't matter. But, that, but that's so him, though. Yeah, yeah that's Coach Yeah, yeah that's so, so him. Uh, he told me, you, we don't showboat out here. Yeah. You don't ever do that. And wow. I never was a showboat. Right. I never did that. Mm-hmm. I'm one of the guys, if I score a touchdown, I politely get a football to the referee. Just keep, keep it moving. Keep yeah. it moving. Just keep it moving. That's what, the way I, right. I did. Right. Right. But uh, he punched me so hard, and man, he woke me up. Okay. So I remember, I think we was going into halftime. Mm-hmm. After that, we came back, and we were on the hash. And I remember running up the middle, a power play, mm-hmm. straight up the middle. Yeah. And I ran uh, 84-yard touchdown on this one. Mm. Uh, and I was running so fast that uh, Cofield. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Rodney Cofield yeah. on the, uh, the other uh, stands, yeah. he took a picture. And really? the closest guy to me on that picture was about 30 yards. Man. Because. You That's know, amazing. I yeah, you, you came out of it. Yeah, yeah, to be upset at right. So, so you said, saying, "Let me just get, yeah, let, let me, me just get to work now." Let me, yeah, let me do this <laughs> and stop so, yeah. and stop playing around. That <laughs> yeah. is something. So, yeah. 
teachers. Who are some of the teachers? You know, a lot of times people just look at athletes and they think you just come through yeah. um, through school and you're just playing ball and everyone is always clapping, cheering for you. But they don't realize there's some people that are working behind the scenes that are making tremendous impacts on your life. Yeah. Who are some of the teachers at Fulton well, High School? You know, Coach Hunter, of course, Coach Hunter yeah. was a teacher there. Mm -hmm. But I have to say it's so many. Mm. So many because... Uh, you talk about Miss McKellar. Yeah. You talk about Miss Thornton. You talk Man. about Mr. Holloway. I'm just yeah. Chris you can just go down. Yeah, Miss <laughs> Mathlamore. Yeah. I mean, just keep naming Coach right. Duran. A school full of influential you know, teachers. It, it just, it's they so really love you. Yeah, Coach Walton. Man, you're right. I forgot <laughs> yeah. about him. I got a story about Coach Walton. <laughs> Man. Anyway. But uh, it was just so many, you know, and I hate mm -hmm. leaving any 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 out. Absolutely, but, absolutely. You know, Fulton, you know, that's another place like like a family. Yeah, and absolutely. I, I, one while I, I I thought I would you know at Southwest Cab mm -hmm. they were trying to recruit me in high school. Oh okay. Southwest Cab and also Southwest, which mm, okay. was Maze. Maze. They changed the Maze. Right. Changed the Southwest. Yeah. That coach came to my mom and he asked my mom to let me go to Southwest mm. and uh, mm -hmm. I wouldn't have to go to homeroom. Right. <laughs> just go to first period right. and all. Right. You know just to play football. Wow know. man but, that that yeah. that is amazing. Now you're. You're now get to the point that you're being highly recruited. What are some of the top colleges that are looking at you and and want you to come play ball? Well, uh, started uh, start actually started my freshman year. I remember the first letter I got. I was so excited. Uh, Virginia, okay, uh, University of Virginia Cavaliers. Mm -hmm. uh, that was the first letter I got. Okay, and from that point on, you know, I was getting 15, 20 a day. They're coming in, you know, and. It's just you know overwhelmed you know I'm excited like right. these schools and right. stuff but you know uh, no small colleges recruited me mm. yeah just major so the HBCUs none of them really no Morris Brown no Clark man no do you think Jackson. they just knew we, we don't have a chance I don't know why but you know I you know I, I think it was just one of the things that wretched that yeah. you're just looking and yeah. saying man yeah. they, they didn't even try they didn't even try wow that 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 is. Uh, that is an amazing thing. Yeah. But of course, when it's all said and done, mm -hmm. and this is what you know, people don't realize, they'll sit right there. I'm always asked, man, how did you end up going to Auburn? Mm -hmm. You know, well, I can share with the listeners today. If it was not for Danny Robinson <laughs> going to Auburn University, <laughs> yeah. we can just start going down the list. Yeah. Tracy Rocker would not have gone, David Rocker would not have gone, Corey Barlow yeah. coming <laughs> right behind us yeah. Yeah. would not have uh not have gone to uh to um, to Auburn University. So, man, I mean, so let me just say thank you. Yeah. Appreciate you being able to make that make that well, happen. Well, I, I didn't know that, you know. Oh, yeah. I, I first found, found, found out that I had an impact talking to Corey. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. Corey said, you know, told me that. And then oh, I absolutely. heard from you and then you know, and Tracy. Me, you know, me and Tracy, we rode back and forth uh, yeah. a couple of times uh, from Auburn. Oh, yeah. And, man, let me tell you about this story with me and Tracy. We on our way home, uh, it was a... Uh, Beginning of the weekend, mm -hmm. and we're driving, and we're sleepy, but we want to come home. Yeah. So I'm driving. I had this little black Mustang. No, not this little black. You had this smoking smooth, <laughs> revved up hot yeah. rod Mustang. Yeah. <laughs> Man, yeah, that thing was nice. <laughs> I have to say. Yeah. But uh, me and Tracy ride. I'm driving, mm -hmm. and we're in the fast lane coming 85 yeah. north, coming to Atlanta, mm -hmm. and we're so sleepy, and so happened I look up. And there's a car stopped, broke down in the fast lane, mm. in our lane of travel, and swerved to the right, Man. missed the car. It's, I don't know if Tracy remembers this now, wow. but we would have been gone. 
Man. Me and Tracy Rocker, there would be no in that song. Yeah. So not realizing that, man, if it's not for, not for God's grace, it's no Danny Robinson story, it's no Tracy Rocker. I mean, these are the things that people don't realize, the close calls. I think all of us can look back over our lives and see, yeah. man, whoo, man, if God didn't step in right here. Exactly. Yeah. Man, that things would, would be would be totally, totally different. What are some things, I mean, when you look back during your time at, at, at Auburn, I mean, what are some of the good times you could say or even or even the, the bad well, times or whatever? I, I started with, uh, right before I went to Auburn, mm -hmm. uh, I, during the time, uh, I ended up having a daughter. Okay. My daughter was born yeah. first week of my college career. Are you serious, D? Yeah. My first week. Now, that's a lot to take on right wow. there. Wow, yeah, that was that was a lot. Yeah. Because I, I, I didn't know. I can remember being in Miss McKellar geometry class, mm -hmm. and I was so stressed really? because I didn't know how I was going to tell my mom mm. that I had a baby, baby on, the way. on the way. Wow. You know, getting ready to go to college yeah. and stuff. And my mom, my mom worked so much. She worked two jobs. Mm -hmm. And she worked so hard for the family and stuff. And she took care of us. Mm -hmm. uh, my dad lived 10 miles away okay. in Atlanta. Okay. I saw my dad maybe two or three times a year. Okay. He, he wasn't there. Okay. So my mom did everything. So I didn't want to disappoint her. Mm -hmm. And um, so I, I, I ended up telling her and she told me, you know you have to take care of your responsibilities. Mm -hmm. Now, did she flip out? Did she snap out? Or did my, she just... My mom, uh, you never really hear get angry like okay. that. She's a real religious lady. Okay. She's a little late. Okay. <laughs> she, okay. But she carried a big story. <laughs> okay. But uh, she uh, she just believed in doing the right thing. Right. Okay. And she said, well, you know, you have to take care of yourself. You have to take care of her. I said, yes, yes, wow. mom. Whatever mom said, that's what you do. That is something. And uh, I always knew that I wanted a family. Yeah. And family is very important to me. Mm. Very important to Man. me. Man. And so if I have my, my own family, wow. uh, we're very close. And, mm, okay. Uh, and that's uh, a priority. Yeah. Now, speaking of your family, not getting off track, but when um, when I was interviewing Pam Copeland, yeah. she even talked about talked about your wife, we could say Don's Lay, but we knew her as Lay Lay growing up. <laughs> yeah. And she talked about how she had a profound effect on, on Pam in a way of Pam was in the band playing flute. Uh -huh. But she actually said that Lay Lay actually recruited her to be on the drill team and she just said how that was a profound change wow. in her life. Now let me go ahead and say this Dan and you know I'm not being being funny about this but it just you know you married one of the prettiest girls in school. Yeah. You do know that right? <laughs> and I think a lot of people just you know was disappointed because when I saw her mm -hmm. you know I, I had to have it. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she had real long hair, like like yeah. not no not no weave. This is for real yeah, long. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, very long, yeah. beautiful hair. Yeah, but that wasn't the reason, right? Yeah, I think it was the legs. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh but, man, but yeah, she was a real good uh, drill team. Uh, she, I think she was a captain. Yeah. Well, she was a captain on the drill team. Okay, and she, you know, talked about Pam. Uh, I know Pam came out. Wow. About there. Okay. But yeah. Man, nice. that, that is that is something. So now, you're you're in college and, and you have a child and you're playing ball. This this got to be stressful or, or trying to balance this out. Or you come yeah. are are you compartmentalizing? Like okay, right now it's time for me to do ball and I'll yeah, do that you know I was I was trying to do the ball thing and stuff and uh, 
Unfortunately, you know, starting out my freshman year at Auburn, mm-hmm. my uh, cracked my collarbone. Yeah. So I got red shirt. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just injuries. Right. I uh, played with injuries. Yeah. Which, and you're down there with, with a pretty competitive guy yeah. that you're playing with in the backfield at this time. Yeah. Now, yeah. I don't know what people are familiar with, but, <laughs> but I mean, yeah. you guys are back there battling. Yeah. 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 And, uh, yeah, yeah, Auburn, we had several. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but, you know, I, I felt I could hold my own. You know, oh, absolutely. And, uh, absolutely. But, uh, Injuries, mm-hmm. uh, you know. And right. A lot of people ask me today, "Well, what happened here?" And right. right. It's just injuries. Right. And, um, you know, I, I worked hard. I, 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 you know, I tried to do my thing. Right. But, uh, right. And I do even at that time. I mean, it was very rare, but a lot of people don't know. Mm-hmm. It was like a thing of even going both ways, and yeah. a lot of times that that wasn't unheard of. You know, people looking say Deion Sanders was first. Like, no, not necessarily. <laughs> well, it was a guy <laughs> by the name of Danny Robinson was going. You know, yeah. going even going both ways. Mm-hmm at Auburn University. Mm-hmm. Dan, we're going to take a break. Okay. But when we come back, we're going to talk about something, a serious, traumatic experience that you had mm-hmm. while at Auburn. Right. Keep it right here. We'll be right back on Difference Makers. Ordinary people with extraordinary stories. Right here on Difference Makers. With David Rocker. Welcome back to Difference Makers. I am David Rocker sitting down with Danny Robinson, who had just been sharing his story from growing up right down the street from Fulton High School, being able to come and be one of the highly talented guys coming out of Fulton High School. Make an awesome decision, I say, to go to Auburn University because, once again, all of us end up going to Auburn University because you are the one who, who's the trendsetter. But, Dan, let's talk about this. While you're there at Auburn, something happens in your life that you end up that you have to leave. Yeah. October 1984, uh, Auburn, we were playing Florida State that weekend. I'll never forget it. Uh, I... Uh, uh, Call home. Um, at this time, at this point, my daughter, she's just turning two. And I spoke to my brother that was, he was 21 at the time. I think I was uh, 19, you know, going on 20. He, uh, uh, you know, my mom had took my daughter to the store. And I, I, you know, we talked briefly. This is my last time speaking to my brother because later uh, my brother would be shot and killed. Uh, I told him to tell my mom that we were flying to Tallahassee, Florida uh, to play Florida State that weekend. And I'll, I'll talk to her later. So it was about to catch a flight. So uh, I spoke to my brother. He said, you guys go down there and beat up on Florida State. Yeah. And I said, we will. So I uh, got the phone with him. We flew, flew in a flying to Tallahassee. And about two... 132 o'clock in the morning uh, in the hotel room I received my phone ring mm-hmm. and my roommate Tommy Powell TP you yeah. know TP oh yeah answered the phone and it was my mom and, she, and I got on the phone she was crying hysterical mm-hmm. and she told me that my brother was shot wow and I asked how was he and she told me he was he was killed he passed away mm-hmm. that broke my heart you know yeah. it was uh something that I'll never forget. Wow. You know, it, it, Traumatic experience. Very. Yeah, Man. It's uh, almost destroyed me. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> How did you get through that, Dan? I mean, to hear something like that. I mean, you're young, and and people, you know, experience a lot of devastation in life. You know, and sometimes when they go through, they think it's just them. But you you bounced back. I mean, not saying that it's not still there, but but how did you get through that tough moment dealing with that with your well, brother? Well, like I stated earlier, having family, and and I was blessed to have a lot of friends mm-hmm. friends around me to support. Mm. Uh, you know, they supported me, and you know, just uh, staying busy. Mm. And uh, it was it was tough. Wow. And it, you know, it still is tough. Yeah. You know, it's just <laughs> yeah years. Yeah. Ago. But. Uh, to lose a, a sibling, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's really tough. Really tough. Wow. But you can make it through it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Man. Yeah. yeah. That that is that is good stuff. Now, so so Dan, you you end up leaving Auburn University. You come back. You're you're taking, you know, back with the family, and that's one of the things that you stated early. You said the family. You know, you you're really big on family, and and that's what you're known for. I mean, people say, man, well, you know, Dan Dan is serious about his family and, and taking care of that. Does that stem from just seeing your mom taking care of all of you all? That you just like, man, I'm going to be on top of this, well, wanting something different. Well, gr- growing up, I can remember all the way back. Uh, I said one day I want to have a family. Mm-hmm. So I, I want to have three or four kids. Yeah. So I right now have four kids. Yeah. <laughs> and. Um, and I said, I'll always be there for my kids. Mm. I would never leave my kids. Wow. Like my dad left mm. my mom with six kids. Mm. And I said, I would never do that. Man. And, and then I think on top of that, I believe, I'm not, I don't believe in quitting. Mm. I, you know, you got to work hard. You got to stick through and right. make things happen. Right. And stuff. It's not always easy. Right. You know, nothing's worked right. out as easy. Oh, absolutely. But uh, just, uh, I think that's the foundation of that. And my mom and grandmom are praying. <laughs> mom and praying. Yes, praying moms and grandmoms, right? Yes, yeah. definitely. Wow, always bathing everything in prayer. Now, Dan, from this, but you've always done a great job. I mean, even looking at you now, matter of fact, I mean, you just finished working out. Yeah. You've always been a guy who, 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 stays, uh, who stays in shape. I mean, is that just one of those things that, from your youth, that you just stay on top of? Uh <laughs> I, I guess so. Okay. Well, I, I, I always worked out. Mm-hmm. I started uh, lifting weights when I was 13. Okay. Uh, I, uh, I enjoy challenging myself. Mm-hmm. And that what, that's what makes me keep going. Mm. You know, I, I love to challenge myself. Wow. I'm not as competitive. I don't, you know. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to compete with these right. young right. guys and them. Like these young Thundercats <laughs> yeah. right here. Yeah. All that running yeah. and all that, that stuff is over. <laughs> I don't want to race. No really? you know, and it's, it's, it's funny, people want to race you. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm 50 yeah. something years old. <laughs> and they just want to take wanna, it. This yeah. is my time, huh? Oh, man, I can beat you. <laughs> no. I'm no, not it, it's a kid coming up saying, You outran my dad yeah. 25 years <laughs> yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm here for payback. Yeah, I am but here. I, I, I for enjoy staying, uh, staying in shape. Wow. I think it's important. Man. Dan, uh, I know there are athletes, coaches, even just citizens, you know, listening. Drawing just from your own life experience, I mean, what positive advice would you give those who are listening? Just from what you learned from life, what what would be some positive advice that you would share? Well, I would say to anybody, first of all, never quit. Mm. Believe in yourself. Always believe in myself. Mm. And so if I, I felt that I can compete, if somebody else could do it, I can do it. Wow. That's what I always believe in stuff. And uh, 
and I, that's my motto. Yeah. I, you know, and that's why I would never quit. And I'll jump in and try anything mm. because if somebody else is doing it, you know, all I have to do is see it. Right. And if I see it, you got to have that mental capacity yeah. to, to to believe in yourself and to push hard to, to really it. make it to yeah. really make it happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, you also have a love for dogs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, now, where was it one of those things that you always grew up having? I always grew up with dogs. Okay. I always grew up with dogs. Okay. I remember my first uh, dog, my well, first two dogs, had a German Shepherd named Champ. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was real aggressive. Okay. Me far. He wasn't mean to people, but uh, certain people he didn't. Okay. Yeah. Like my dad. Okay. <laughs> my dad came over to the house. Now, you didn't play a role in that, right? No, no, yeah. no, no. I was young. Yeah, yeah. with Champ. But my dad came over to the house, and this dog would walk to the chair in the living room where yeah. my dad would try to sit and jump up in the chair. Really? Wouldn't let him sit down. Really? He knew that he wasn't well. Welcome, man. Yeah, yeah. That is that, amazing. Yeah, that, that dog was smart. That <laughs> is amazing. Yeah. Uh, Dan, at this point, where does your faith come into play in your life, I mean? Is that something that's important to you, or very important? Okay. Very important. Uh, if you don't believe in God, mm. that's, this is my this is my this, opinion. This is from Dan. Yeah, this, this is, from, is from me. This, yeah, this is what I love. If you don't believe in God, just look around you. Mm. Just see, you know, the air, the, Man. the water, the, yeah, you know, the earth is yeah. three fourth water, yeah, one fourth land. Wow, and we're. We're not in water. Yeah, <laughs> we're not drought either. Right, right. There's a guy, man. And, uh, you see, you always think that you have it bad when something's not going right. Mm-hmm. Somebody always had it worse, man. That's what I live on. Is yeah. that if I can help anybody, yeah, that's what I do. Right. That's, you know, I, 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 I get pleasure out of helping somebody. Yeah, and I think that's one of the things a lot of people don't know about you because you know you are so quiet, you laid back. But you genuinely love helping people. I do. Yeah. I mean, I know you from, you've from yeah. you been a state trooper mm-hmm. doing things, but you're always doing something that's mm-hmm. helping people. I have to talk about this. Uh, my wife, we've been married for 33 years, mm-hmm. 34 years this July, mm-hmm. July 12. Uh, we have been through some things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hadn't always been the good person. Yeah. Because after the football career ended, mm-hmm. you know, thinking that I was going to be this you know, not necessarily want to be a football star, but yeah. I, just thinking I was going to be very successful. Right. Buy my mom this nice house mm-hmm. and, you know, do a lot of nice yeah. things and stuff. And and actually, I thought I was going to have tennis shoes with my name on Right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I guess it wasn't meant to be. Right. And life re- happens. Yeah, life, life, life happens. happens. That's yeah. it. Life happens. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's, you know, just the way things happen. Yeah. And, uh, and I, it was hard for me to accept that. Right. And I wasn't the nicest to my wife, you know, mm. I, to nobody. And my wife said, you know, you know, you you you're 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 not easy to talk to and mm. stuff. But I I did not realize I was going through so much pressure, wow. so much stress mm. from not playing mm. uh, sports and stuff. And I think I was trying to do it for other people. Man, you man, know, that's that's big, man. Yeah, because you know, people come to me, you know, what are you doing? You know, what's going on and mm-hmm. stuff. And I end up I end up going to Tampa Bay. Yeah. Uh, and I got hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
real quick. I went there alone. Yeah. And so, you know, I never really made it right. to that level. Mm-hmm. I wish I, you know, I, I, yeah. anybody, you wish you right. could have. Absolutely. And I think I could have did some great things. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, I, I think it's uh, God's will. Mm. And you can't let it stop you, you mm-hmm. know, and that's where I'm at now. You know, I, I love people. Mm-hmm. I love. What changed? What what changed when, like you said, man, you know, I was, I mean, you, you were angry, mm-hmm. upset, but what, what changed? What made you say, you know what? I don't want to be this bad person anymore. I, I want to, yeah. I want to just become nice. Well, I, I had to let it go. Mm. You know, just, uh, you know. That's powerful now. I, I have to jump in right <laughs> here. You know, on Fridays, I always put out on, um, on, on my Instagram, I always, I call it, forward Friday in a sense of moving forward mm-hmm. and in order to move forward people have to let things go life happens things hurt you yeah. but we have to learn to let it go right yeah. and that's what you're saying you're saying you just had to let it go I had to let it go you know man because I, I wasn't moving forward you know mm. and I, I want to do positive things oh that's good and I believe like I said to see somebody else smile mm-hmm. be, you know if I can help to, yeah. to get to that point for yeah. them to smile that's what I want to do, man. And you know, I, your legacy, if I have one, is I want to make people happy. Wow. And that's that's important to me, man. Yeah. Making people happy. Yeah. Wow. Very important to me. Wow. That that is amazing. Well, then I think one of the things that um, I mean at this point, I think so many people, even if they don't tell you, because I think sometimes, Dan, you don't realize since you're so quiet, people just say, "Hey," they want to talk to you, but like, <laughs> ah, he's just gonna keep moving. But that's one of the things that you've always kept it moving. You've yeah. always been, hey, making it making it happen, mm-hmm. not just somewhere chilling out or, or, or playing, but you're always yeah. focused doing something. Doing something. <laughs> you <laughs> doing know, something. I, I've been called a Jamaican. Oh, really? <laughs> so many different things and stuff. I, uh, I don't believe in, you know, I have so many different jobs and so many different things I've done. I've yeah. been a uh, Georgia State Trooper, yeah. police officer, Marty Transit. Yeah. I'm a truck driver. Yeah. You know, I have my own trucking business mm-hmm. now. And uh, private security, do yeah. security for celebrities. Yeah. And, you know, I do a lot of different things. Right. You just you don't believe in being idle. No. You're uh, still running. Yeah, still you're running. You're still <laughs> I guess you can say that in a different way. Yeah, in a different way. But you're still running. Yeah. Yep. Man, but I love it. I enjoy it. Though. I love it. Yeah. Lastly, as we get ready to bring this to a close, Dan. Let's talk about being a difference maker. What does that mean to you when you hear that word difference maker? What is a difference maker? Difference maker. Uh, Making a difference, not in just your life, Mm. but the people around you. If I could touch anybody I come in contact with in a positive way. Positive way. That's what I like to do. Man, that's good. Yeah. That's good. That's, that's so important. That's good. It's not always about you. No, it's not about me at all. You know, mm. It's about I like that. You know, people, uh, yeah. somebody else. If, yes. I, if you got enjoyment, because I hear got enjoyment watching me play football, mm-hmm. then I'm happy. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. what made me happy. Man, that's good. And, stuff. and just to hear that, you know, it's not all about me. Right. And stuff. You know, my teammates. You know whatever I could do to help wow. and stuff, even after the football or yeah. track or whatever. Man. That's what's important to me. Man. Well, Dan, let me tell you something. We, we've covered a lot today. And uh, I'm, I'm just going to go and be honest with you, man, to hear you open up on this show today, because I know so many people, you know, you've always been a mystery to so many people, man. <laughs> yeah. So just being able to, to have you on the show, man, thank you so much for taking time out 
today and being on Difference Makers. So listen, I know I've definitely been encouraging you and your story has made an impact on so many others as well. So I have to say this, Danny Robinson, you truly are a Difference Maker, man. Thanks, Thank you so much for being Thanks, on the show, man. <laughs> Appreciate, Appreciate you. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm David Rocker, the host of the Difference Makers podcast. I want to sincerely thank everyone who has been faithfully listening to the podcast. Now, you know, for the past couple of weeks, I have been featuring people from my community who I have deemed Difference Makers. Now, I need your help. I'm now taking on the city of Atlanta. If you know anyone around the city of Atlanta who you believe is truly a difference maker who's spreading positive vibes, I'd love to have them as a guest right here on the show. You can contact me via email at dmakers.dr at gmail.com or on social media. Facebook page, Difference Makers with David Rocker or on IG at dmakers.dr. I'm looking forward to hearing from you soon.